and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I have been loving the opportunity to serve you, serve your hearts in this very specific way. And uh, we are in an interesting time in the world, in our lives, in the evolution of humanity. And uh, talking about death is talking about life. And so it's such an important thing because it, it, we will be faced with this every day, every month, every year. And the more empowered we are around the conversation, uh, the better off we are around the conversation and around the concept of life as well. And so I want to talk about this in terms of how to talk, you know, for some reason, my commitment behind this episode is how to talk to kids about death and, you know, loved ones, uh, we obviously, you know, are adult friends and family also need that kind of support, the ability to talk about death. But for some reason, um, what's on my mind and heart is talking about the next generation of children who are watching so much destruction occur while we go through um, what I've personally kind of view as a puberty stage for us in, in, in humanity. And so there's a lot of death. There's a lot of endings. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. And so this, this episode and these tips I'm about to give you are centered around how to talk about death, but it's, you could use these for having a conversation around any tough topics, including racism or yeah, just things that don't make sense. My mind is wrapped around racism right now, but, um, death endings, endings like when mommy or daddy loses their job or a friend moves away in school, we know that kids are impacted by, um, some minor things as far as like their normalcy changing, right? And we have normalcy changing and we're losing routines. We're losing things that are predictable. And this is happening for us as adults and it's happening for our children. And our children are going to have a different... Uh, brand of trauma that they'll be healing with. The kids that will be in therapy in a decade are going to have quite a lot to talk about. And, you know, this includes divorce as well. So like why, you know, relationships end. And so again, the mortality series is about, I like to refer that it's about death, but it really is about how can we live beyond death and endings. And so I want to give the first tip about how to talk about death is don't, don't talk. <laughs> and I'm being a little bit facetious in that tip is don't talk, listen. You must listen because I think that we get so heady about how to do it right. We're so in our head about how to talk about a difficult topic that, and we're so in our head about it and we, oh, what's right? What's wrong? How should I do this? We try to strategize when really we're completely out of our soul. We're out of our heart space. So we don't actually communicate what we want to communicate effectively because we're too busy trying to do it right and maybe not F it up. And so... Instead of talk, listen. And so the immediate next tip is to ask. 
ask the person. So when, when in the terms of listening, you need to actually check in with the person you're talking to. Um, they're going to tell you their age appropriate needs. And so they might have a lot of questions and you might not have all the answers. I think that that's why we get so consumed with talking about it and doing it right and having all the answers because we're afraid of looking bad or like we don't know. And it's okay to not know. It is okay to be very confused and it's okay to admit it. Um, you know, one thing I'd like to kind of interject here with is a story from my own childhood. You know, I was, I was the big sister. I was the oldest of two, about 17 months older than my sister, Emily. And came my mom came home from a really long day at work and we had kind of left the house a mess and i remember her coming home and being very angry like oh abigail you're supposed to you know you're the big sister you should have this this shouldn't be this way i'm gone all day da 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 and it it took me by surprise. I was like upset that I had upset my mom and that she had counted on me to keep a clean home or like not at least not have our toys everywhere and whatever else was going on. And maybe we didn't throw or put our dinners away, blah, blah, blah. And I remember going to bed deeply affected at the idea of disappointing my mom. And she came in uh, before I fell asleep. She came into my room that night and she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I had a bad day and I took it out on you and I'm sorry. And I'm here now, 31 years old, still telling that story because it made such a difference to me for my mom, who I looked up to and an authority figure in my life, an adult to say, I took a misstep. I was wrong and I'm sorry. And I love you, you know, and to just clean that mess up. It, it's been so important in my life that she did that that one time. And when we're talking to our children or we're talking to our peers, it is okay to say, I, I don't know. I'm scared too. I'm confused too. I'm sad too. I spoke out of anger and I'm sorry. And when we stop with the facade, because what you have to recognize is that somewhere in your life, you either realized or you learned for yourself that it's not okay to be vulnerable and it's not okay to not know what you're talking about. And the truth of it is, my truth of it is that it is okay because we are human and we don't grant ourselves the grace to be human and to also be affected by death or also be affected by trauma and endings. And that's happening a lot right now. And it's okay to not know. And it's okay to be incredibly confused. Sometimes I don't know which way is up, right, left, or down. And however I just said that, but it is really confusing and it can be really disheartening. But the best thing you can be is honest and vulnerable and real because that's going to teach a kid or a loved one how to cope more than putting on a smiley face and pretending like it's all going to be all right or you know whatever we pretend we whatever we like to pretend about knowing that you're better like you can admit 
you're not okay is going to teach someone to also be willing to admit when they're not doing okay. And that allows us to meet them where they are and have them meet their needs or help them meet their needs. So don't talk, listen. The next tip is to ask and whether that person can articulate their needs, that's that's always great, right? Like an older child or so, honestly, sometimes even adults, I'll say, and what do you need? And they're like, I don't know, because we've never really been asked that. So if you get people to start to look within and explore their heart and say, I need, shit, I need a hug. I need, I need to just vent. I don't actually need any answers or I do need answers. I need to understand. I don't understand. They will be able to communicate their needs, especially if you take it upon yourself to help that person explore without looking for all the answers, but simply looking for the need. Because if you can identify the need, then you can identify what an effective solution might be or what the next inspired action might be. And guys, I know I'm talking to, to you about how to talk about death with someone else, but consider these tips for yourself. Don't talk Listen, listen within, and then ask, what do I need? What are my needs? How can I cope with this? And then another powerful, the third tip and strategy is to reflect. So this is something um, that I want to add or explain is to listen and add nothing to listen to a person and add nothing. Meaning you don't add in any solution, you don't add in any assumption or diagnosis or prescription, you just listen and add nothing. And to reflect somebody would go like, hey, Johnny, how you doing? I'm really sad and I don't understand what's going on and I don't understand why so-and-so died and it hurts and I'm angry, and you could simply reflect, I understand that you're sad. I understand that you're confused that so-and-so died. I understand that you're angry, and I'm sorry. To literally reflect what they said, to show that you're listening, will heal so much for them. To be a, for someone to feel seen and heard and loved and understood and gotten will help them heal. You don't actually have to have answers. You want you to be with them. And oftentimes that will help heal because we can't always make sense out of death and we certainly can't bring that person back. And so the best thing that we can learn to do is accept and heal and move on and move forward. And that actually takes me into my next step, which is to recreate recreate the relationship to death, which is a lot of what we've been talking about in this um, mortality series. So I highly suggest that if this is the first episode you're coming to, please be sure to check into the rest of the episodes. And this last tip to recreate is to honor death and honor the person who died or honor the ending. And it's also 11.36 and I'm reading to you guys right now or talking to you guys right now about this. And it's been a long day. Um, You guys, I I just want to 
pause because I can feel the weight of the world and the frequency of humanity is so tense right now that you and as an if you're an empath even if you're even if you don't identify as an empath it's very likely that you're feeling impacted i do my best not to insert current events into my episodes that, that so that they're evergreen and can be shared years from now but um you know, I'm recording this mortality series both before and after uh, the death of George Floyd and during the rioting and the protesting and and all of this phase that we're going through. And so um, just really feeling it and really wanting to come to you that I, sometimes I'm not doing all right and I make sure to be supported. I make sure to plug into my coach and my coach groups and um the support systems that I have and and checking in with family. And that's why I'm so compelled to extend the mortality series because it actually was set to end last week. And so just wanting to come to you about the ways that we can honor this shift and honor all of this turmoil because I know as a coach that in transformation, a breakdown is is never wasted. It is never futile. It is an opportunity to grieve, to release, to shed, to let go. And that's exactly what we're doing. And that's exactly what death is. And that's why I want to talk to you about how to talk about death. And then the in the recreation phase um, is kind of the springtime phase of all of this. It's the springtime phase of grief where we can kind of dry our eyes and pick our heads up and look back to the horizon and say, how am I going to move forward with this still on my heart, still a memory and a part of my past, but also walk forward powerfully, uh, committed to making a shift, committed to honoring the dead or honoring the memory and legacy of someone who's passed. And so uh, when you're talking to someone else about coping and you're supporting someone else through the grief process, especially children, you want to be on purpose about recreating it. Okay, how can we honor them? Might, might it be making a donation somewhere? Might it be planting flowers or like some type of memorandum, something ceremonious? Or, um, you know, it's kind of interesting because sometimes people are driven into their careers in honor of the death of a loved one. It's quite phenomenal what death does to us. You know, it's important that everybody continue to unleash their own heart. And that's why being able to grieve and process and release uh, takes, it honors the death, but it also takes the weight of that death off of us such that we can still meet ourselves for the purpose that we came to this planet so that we may identify our own gifts and unleash that and deliver them to the world. And so I encourage you to be able to digest and process death and endings and tragedy and trauma such that you are able to show up in the world again and again and again. And the more that you do this and practice it, the more you can do it with and for others. And so I encourage you to listen whenever you need to. This is this is an episode about death. This, this series is about death and it will empower you anytime you face it and it's directly impacting you. So I love you so, so much.
Please share this episode with someone that would be impacted by it. Please continue to support our healing and and transformation. I love you guys so much. I am here for you. If you directly need any support with this process, please reach out to me directly. You can find me on social media. You can find me at abigailgaza.com. I am here for this. I came to this planet for this process and I am here for you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.